Hey all, this is Greg Stanley with Auto Sausage, where we grind bits of automotive awesomeness into a brief but satisfying podcast. So today we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things I saw over the last few weeks while traveling in the Northeast. Go to Auto Sausage on Instagram to see these pictures. It was a lot of fun, a lot of cool places. If you can't get to the New England area to see some cool stuff, stay tuned and I will share with you all that I possibly can. So... By the time that this posts, we will have the results from the Fort Lauderdale Auto Auction Game. So you can go to learnfromothers.org, hit the Auto Sausage tab to see who the winner was. And that particular winner is going to get a goodie bag full of all sorts of awesome stuff, including beef jerky, some gum, some candy. And as I mentioned before, the prizes are getting bigger and better. So if you haven't participated in this game yet... If you want to show everybody else how awesome you are at guessing the hammer price for a couple collector cars, be sure to sign up. The next one, I don't know it off the top of my head, but it will be in a few weeks. We'll share it, sign up for the newsletter, and win some prizes for free. Believe it or not, you can win cool stuff for free. So for today, just talking about a cool places, a couple cool places I visited while in New England. Before we get to Wayne Carini's F40 Motorsports, I'm going to talk about two other places. So I referenced the Kia dealership. So there's a Kia dealership in Milford, Connecticut. And I heard this through word of mouth. And they said, you got to go into the back. So I go into the back. So what's interesting about this, first off, it's a Kia dealership. So there's nothing too exciting about that. But if you go into the back, they have a lot of collector cars for sale, which is kind of interesting because they, in my mind, they weren't really advertised very well. They, it looked like Almost they've been there for a while. So they had some cool stuff, a lot of low mile stuff. Uh, I'm going to scan through my pictures here and see if I can see a few of them. So as I'm walking through here, just checking out this, that, and the other. And uh, they had like a low mile. Oh, yeah, it was a 1986 Grand National with like, I don't know, 1,600 miles, something crazy like that. They had a 1984 Corvette. I want to say it had like 5,000 miles. But what I didn't like is they only had, they didn't have the price for it. They only had the monthly payment. So in my mind, if you really want to sell a car, you're going to put the price on it. So they also had a 1985 Buick Riviera, which those are kind of crap cars, but they're going up in price right now because of, you know, the folks that knew those when they were new. They have the money to go out and get one. Well, this one only has 3,000 original miles and it's like a beige. I mean, I have fond memories of those cars, even though they were pretty crappy cars. So I didn't like the fact they only had the monthly payment on there. Uh, the cool car that I mentioned before, or I haven't mentioned before, but the cool car that they have in the back is a 1964 Pontiac Banshee prototype. So I believe it's the only one ever made. This is a car that they designed to fight the Mustang, believe it or not. So a little two-door coupe with a V8 engine up front. I posted this on Instagram and someone mentioned that it looked like an Opal which it totally does in the front. The headlights are concealed. They pop up from the front. It totally looks like an Opal. So apparently this owner, it's a cool car. It's silver with red interior. Uh, pictures are posted. Uh, it's Apparently he tried to sell it a number of years ago for like a million dollars, which is a whole lot of money. It really should be in the Pontiac Museum if such a thing existed. But what was interesting around this car, they had a bunch of the Pontiac Solstice, which are, are cute cars, but... They're not very good cars. They're not made that well. Uh, the ergonomics are not very good. But they have one that only has 25 original miles. They have another one that is a 
one of four like turbo versions. So they had some cool ones there. They had like 10. And my dad was interested in one of those, so I texted him a picture. So anyways, cool things if you go to the Kia in Milford, Connecticut. The next car I want to mention, or the next place I want to mention is the Aston Martin dealership. You know, I don't know the town, but it's outside of Boston. It's the New England Aston Martin dealership. This was a really cool place. I was a little bit bummed because they were, yes, they were friendly, but they weren't overtly friendly. So I guess I like the overtly friendly people more than the just friendly people. So I couldn't really look around that much. I tend to want to go into the back rooms. I want people to show me all the cool stuff they have, and I couldn't quite do that. So I posted some pictures of the new models they have, which are absolutely gorgeous. I've noticed that some of these new Aston Martins actually have kind of the ducktail like the old Porsches have. And what's interesting is they have some classic cars in there as well. They have a replica of a Jaguar D-Type and it is a really cool replica that's very well done. They also have a Jaguar E-Type right next to it. And what's kind of funny is in between the two is an Aston Martin, Martin logo, which neither one of them are Aston Martins. And then in the back, they have a Lancia, a white Lancia that is really, really gorgeous. I don't know the year, probably early 60s if I had to guess. Really gorgeous car. French, I believe it's a French car. So, But I took a picture looking through the back window, and that's this is what kills me. It's in the service center. They have like five 1965 Aston Martin DB5s, million-dollar cars, going through some semblance of a restoration. They have a convertible. They have some exotic Pantera or something up on the lift, a Mangusta maybe, and I like I couldn't get past the glass. So it was totally killing me that these things are like two feet away, but they won't let me back there. But I get it. They got to watch out. They have some liability, some insurance issues, different things. So the third place I visited was Wayne Carini's place. So I went by F40 Motorsports. They always have cool cars there. I have not met Wayne in person yet, but I did lay the groundwork to where I hope he's on my Learn From Other podcast here shortly. So hopefully I'll hear that soon. Hopefully you'll see an interview with him soon. Seems like a super nice guy on his TV show. So out front, they had some cool cars. They had a 74 Porsche 911 Silver that I love to put in my garage to match the 99 Silver Porsche I have in there. And they had an Alpina, a BMW Alpina. I think it was like a 1983, uh, 60,000 miles manual. Oh, 1987, white. And the Alpinas are pretty rare. So this is a pretty cool car to see that out front. Uh, you go inside and just really cool stuff all over the place. They had a Porsche Turbo from 1994. They had two Dinos. Dino Ferrari. Well, they're not Ferraris, but people put the Ferrari badge on them. The Dino is the new nameplate that was created to honor Ferrari's son, Dino, who passed away at the age of 24. So if you have a Dino, people put the Ferrari badge on it because technically it kind of is a Ferrari. So they had two of them there. One of them was totally unrestored and gorgeous. A lot of cool cars. And then uh, Mike, who is the sales manager there, he was offered to give me a tour in the back room. So if you go on to my Instagram handle, Auto Sausage, you can see some of these pictures from behind the scenes and where Roger works. I didn't see Roger either. Apparently he's working like three days a week and uh, I think 12 till three or nine till three, something like that. So they had a couple black uh, Countaches back there. They had a 10,000 mile Porsche, 1987 Porsche 930 Turbo that they were working on. So a lot of cool stuff you could check out. I'm uh, flipping through my pictures right now to see what else they had. And in the back storage, oh, one thing they had that was cool is like a 1938 Jaguar X, 
I think, no, SS100, before Jaguar was called Jaguar. And so this thing's under total restoration. What's interesting about this car is it was owned by one of the first NBC newsmen, and he had put in crocodile or alligator seats, skin seats. And I took pictures of this car about three, two or three years ago when it was at Copley, who I spoke about earlier, Copley Motor Cars for sale. I think it was for sale for $120,000. So I loved the car back when I saw it at Copley, and now I see it getting restored at F40 Motorsports by Wayne Carini, so that's kind of cool. So I posted a lot of pictures of the cars that are currently for sale or about to come up for sale. They, uh, the Rain Man car, the Tom Cruise, Dustin Hoffman movie, I took a picture of that car that's in their back storage unit that is not for sale. They had some cool uh, AC Cobra replica cars. They had some 911s. They had a Bentley. So be sure to check it out. A lot of cool stuff there. I also posted a picture of Paul Newman's Volvo station wagon, which is of note, not only because Paul Newman owned it, but because he had put in a V8 engine into the front at some point, or someone did. So you can go back and check one of the Chasing Classic Cars episodes to find out what the story was on that car. So I never met Wayne. He went walking by on the phone, and I just had to get to work. So I couldn't hang out and wait till he was done. So hopefully next time I pass by there, I'll see him. And I really hope he's on my podcast within the next week or so. And if so, you will see it posted at learnfromothers.org. So until we talk next time... Hope you all are well, and as a reminder, the auction results, the winner will be announced on our next podcast, so be sure to check it out.